With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Everyday Black Man Podcast, a podcast for authentic black male thoughts. I am Riker, and I'm joined by R. Reed and Armstead. Follow us on Twitter at EVYD Black Men, Instagram at Everyday Black Men, and Facebook at the Everyday Black Men Facebook page. Now let's start the show. Honestly, even when Nipsey died, I bought the albums I didn't have. I had most of it already, but I've, I've been listening to Nipsey since 2011. Um, has so, he been dead long enough that I can say that he's, he got super overrated after he death? I mean, he's been dead long enough for you to make a, any sort of complaint. I'm not going to say he was overrated because, I mean, I was, like I said, I was a fan since 2011. I just, just like everything else, oh, he dead, man. We got to go ahead and show love, appreciate everybody, jump on the bandwagon. Like, it was kind of like that. It was the trendy thing to do for folks, like. I personally like watched to move, you know, from the get go, from even his relationships, and I even, re- I even respected how him and Lauren London moved on social media. Like they didn't like they they weren't on that gimmicky shit, and it was kind of commendable. I mean, if it was a uh, if you want to compare it to how twenty twenty relationships go, so but his uh, music was actually legitimate because uh, he grew from where he started. Like if you would have heard him from the get go, I mean from the beginning to like where he ended up, his he actually polished his his sword. Like, you know, can I can I ask you a question? Sword. Like if you you like top tier, like what tier do you place him in? I mean, top but you're talking personal preference. You got to talk yeah, about you personal your personal preference. I'm like, like, is he up there with the Eminems and Jay Zs and Coles of the world? I'm not gonna say he's my favorite from his uh his uh wordplay and his lyrics. I did fuck with. No, he wasn't the most lyrical, but that's just like Jeezy. Niggas fuck with the the first three albums, and Jeezy ain't the most lyrical, but. He was spitting shit that I, that resonated with me, um, and he pieced together good songs and had d- good features where the features weren't like clout features. They made sense. So he is. Start calling out to you. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you really? leave ASAP Rocky alone, man. Look, we gonna talk. We gonna call ASAP Rocky Helga from Helga Bataki of rap. All right, that's who she is to me. Looking for some Nina Spumoni fucking boots because I just he's he's something else, but um. But when it comes like to Nipsey, his, though, like he's, he's like, like he's like top top fifteen to me, Nipsey. For my out of my personal list, he's probably number oh. fifteen. Um, he he probably that's still pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he top thirty ish for me. For West Coast rappers, like there's Tupac and then there's him because E forty and um, what's the other guy? Too short. Too short had their versus battle and um i did not I watch it I, I didn't care to watch it either i don't i mean i, I never liked either area. one of them like i like too short for bitch and like e40 
I'm trying to think of a song I like by E40, tell me when but to, tell me when to go or it's not. I ain't even like that song. I ain't even like that goddamn song. I like Too Short the Person. I don't his music. Do you is know not uh, Big Time? I mean E40 Tyler, the Person. Holy, well, that song like it was from the '90s, but it was catchy as shit. Sprinkle me, like it was something weird. I remember that growing up. That was E40. Sprinkle I mean, me, baby. Sprinkle me. Sprinkle me. He did the Don't Save Her. Yeah, he was, uh, I want to be saved. He came up with Don't Save Her. My two pop, I mean. The my, uh, E40. my Tupac. Um, E40. What's his name? I, I, bro, like I say, I, I just never been like that voice. I just so before Project Pat? I'm not I'm not going um I'm not, I'm not an E40 fan like that, but I remember through the reminiscences of their career what they what I heard and what stuck. And, and E40 in the like before Project Pat, it was like probably 90 or 1990 at any. It's like is a is a saver. I want to be like he was calling. He's like, don't say these hoes. He was the first one to come out with that shit. What made it catchy? I, I think that he was more popular on the West Coast than he ever been on the East Coast. Every West Coast rapper is though. Okay. <laughs> Every West Coast rapper because I lived in California before uh, the military, uh, and I I didn't realize how much uh, they keep their people in circulation. Like when I was out there living at Huntington Beach and and uh, Ranch Cucamonga uh, before streaming and everything. Them niggas only played their music. Their radio yeah, personalities were known. Like they do they play ours? The South? They they rarely threw they rarely did. They they only wow. play like it has to be like a banger banger. Like, like Jesus. probably like maybe <laughs> like, even they fuck with they fuck with the South, but in all reality, but I mean I'm talking like early two thousands. I didn't mm-hmm. hear too much from like maybe D, like DMX, Jay Z made it over there. Eminem yeah, the made it over, obviously, because Eminem had West Coast yeah. ties. But uh, those voices you heard, but on the radio, like there are West Coast songs that I know I like that I, nobody else knows unless they're from the West Coast. Yeah, I always wonder because you know music. Uh, that's like Texas. I know another place because everybody say Texas has these artists oh, yeah. you never know, and they so big. And if they make it out of there, it's a couple of them. But overall, mm, I, got a, uh, I got a hot take about a Texas rapper, but I don't want to get shot because the niggas are legit. <laughs> <laughs> I always want to do Texas fuck with Megan. They do. They fuck with their own period, man. They there's nobody okay. that's not from there. Like they fucked with Riff Raff. Yep, you're right. Riff Raff really? did have a Texas population. If every coast of music supported their artists like Texas did theirs, then we would be like the most har- harmonized genre in the world. I think I think it is like that to some extent because the South not written. Nigga, Kanye even said it in a song. I'm from Chi Town, the city of hella haters. Well, I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, I mean, know how, true. You know how them go. I mean, they they yeah. trying to kill well, each other. New so York, New New York. No, that's before them niggas. Like, I don't. I ain't gonna talk about the the roach roach population. I'm talking Bro, about New, when, niggas when Chicago in, was premier. Probably in New York, they only love you when you dead. Because like, God, Jesus, Pop Smoke. I hear Pop Smoke before he died, but he wasn't on like that. And they were acting like he was the next guy, and I felt like they fucked with him when he died. Florida. Yeah, even though New York put up Takashi, they think we gonna forget about that. I mean, look, New York didn't put up. Damn, Takashi. you just named the Takashi took <laughs> everything from. They allowed it. New they York. allowed it. I mean, they allowed. New York was never going to get on this man, and I'm not saying that you can't put New York on a cross, but I'm saying I don't think this one fits because we've had plenty of soup. We never blamed Texas for riffraff, even though. The only reason that people left Riff Raff alone was because he was a cool white boy who knew not to say the N-word and to pipe down when people told him to. Hey, no key. Uh, Atlanta got a big L that they, 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 y'all, I ain't gonna say they, 
that has been glossed over. Um, what was his name? Uh, they got shot over Candy. Uh, was it Gucci's boy? Uh, not Scooter. It was what? What the name? What was the name of dude from Atlanta? That was Atlanta rapper. He was a mixtape rapper, well known. But he got shot, and we end up finding out the backstory was he got shot over a fucking candy. You gonna have to tell me who that is because I know you ain't talking oh, about my man, Juice Man Entertainment. No, not Juice Man. Not Juice Man. You mean fucking, Slim Duncan? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was over some candy, dude. Oh my god, you're right. He got in a fight candy. over candy that was being sold in the recording studio. They killed yes. a man oh, over man. candy. Like Atlanta, y'all got a big L for that one, dog. Like what? Slim I mean, Duncan wasn't really on like that. But, but I he, he, we'll take he it. was he was with, <laughs> with, with he, he was review with, of the play. He, he yeah. was talking with Brick Squad at Brick Squad's height when he got shot. I mean, that's the only part of that that really makes it relevant. Is that yeah, yeah. this was during Brick Squad's height. Like they had they future on Brick still. Yeah, like correct. I remember that. Before the fall of uh our esteemed wannabe president, Waka the Flocka. What <laughs> I was gonna say, uh what y'all wanna like basically talk about like cause technically you know this is the end of the decade and new decade starts twenty twenty one. So y'all ever like wanna you discuss what best of the decade or your all time favorite so far of certain things like music? That requires thought. Wow. Well, well it's not you should that requires thought. You should know, kind of like. I mean, I think head. I think one of the biggest things is we've got to see Obama go from being the hero to be the villain. <laughs> nah, nah, white people still love that nigga. <laughs> no, 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 no. We don't care about white people. <laughs> no, okay. white people love all kinds of fucked up shit. White people love the fact hey. that now they can say darky, and we're so ingrained now in having to fight back actual people saying nigger. That we're like, all right, well, I mean, you're wrong for saying darky, but we don't even have energy for that. He pulled a Harvey Dent on us. Correct. He did pull a full-ass <laughs> Harvey Dent. And it seems like nobody wants to notice. I mean, for a while, I was fighting against you, R. Reed, last year. But he's just in a year's time frame, because you were one of the first people to say this, that Obama is one of those corporatists. It's just like in a year, he has gone from being a person that I defend to be a person to, where I'm like, yeah, this nigga is full of shit. I um, I think why, and I actually condone it, that we haven't, and nobody's brought too much attention to it and talked about it, is because they do it. They Everybody within the uh, opposition's Mount Rushmore's have done way mm-hmm. worse. And they don't, one of the biggest things, and y'all have talked about it, every black platform, for the most part, has talked about it. Blacks will tear down blacks real quick. And you don't see that in none of the other cultures, even all the way down to they fucking pedophiles, they letting Correct. Charlie Sheen, dirty dick, giving HIV to bitches, dirty and dick it. motherfucker. Like it's it fucking. We got Woody. What's his name? Uh, what what the fuck director? Um, not Woody Harrison's daughter. Not Woody. Oh, Woody Harrison. Woody, Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Yeah, Woody Harrison is low key black. All right, I fuck with him, man. He, yeah, he, Woody Harrison. We gonna adopt. We'll yeah, that's who Clinton was supposed to be. And... And Oprah, and we'll throw in Obama as yeah. a sweetener, but you have to give us at least one more. Woody, We're taking a little dicky. Woody Harrelson is the reason Clinton was elected. Like, all right. So <laughs> let me let me tell you my whole like stick with Obama. Like, and this is the thing. Like, people keep loving him, but he's like he's not. A, he, they, they treat him like he's above reproach, and that's the problem because he's still a politician, and all politicians you know should be. What's up? Go ahead. 
it, it's easy. It ain't alone. It's charisma, man. I remember we talked about that before. Man, I tell you, because like that one guy from Texas, man. Before I looked at his background, I loved him, man. Uh, what was his name, man? He was like a white Obama. Bob, Benny, what was it? Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke, man. I love Beto when I, with that charisma. When you start getting into the, yeah. the, no, no, you don't. I'm talking about back <laughs> no, then. Oh, oh, back then. Oh, yeah. Back then, we didn't know. Now he's yeah. not. And it's the exact yeah. opposite of being high. Yeah, charisma, man. That should get you everywhere in life because I was like, whoa, Beto. I like this guy. And I started looking at his pop. He's like a crazy, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's the type. I mean, it's not he, just that he's crazy. It's that he, it's that it's like, you can't possibly believe this and be a sane person. Like, the yeah. stuff he believes in is that shit they act like AOC believe in. I'm just like, bro, y'all keep going after AOC, but I truly. Oh, she, like, no, AOC is next on my list. I was going to hit her next. Yeah, she, she's ahead. not, she's not the person that we believe her to be. And it's just been proven. Like, Jimmy Dore and all these people are going after her. I don't know if you guys like Jimmy Dore. They but no, Jimmy Dore's Jimmy not Dore. actually going after her. He's just saying, be the person you were in 2016. Because she's not really now, that person. I know, she's <laughs> not. But she's acting like she is. This is supposed to Go be ahead. a fun, a good, a, we, 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 a non-politic, dominated episode. Nah, 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 nah. We in this. <laughs> we gonna, we in this they gonna get these Go ahead, Armstead. <laughs> Go ahead, Armstead. No, I was asking who that person was because I don't know who, who that is. Which one? The name y'all just said, the... Whatever it was, uh, Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah. Um, he's a comedian that got into politics. Um, and he's a super leftist. Oh yeah, he's um, ultra leftist, like Seattle. But he party. has that brash, br- brash bravado to him that you know. Probably he's still a comedian. Yeah. yeah, he's like uh he's like. He wishes he was Carlson. Oh yeah, yeah. George I know Carlin. George Carlin. George Carlin. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like George Carlin in effect. Carlin. That he will literally, Carlin. Carlin. Yeah, Carlin. Carlin. He will. He will literally go in on you and everything that you believe, and he doesn't give a shit. But he's coming at it like a bleeding heart liberal. And by bleeding heart, we really mean like, nah, the reason we should give everybody money is because people run our society and corporations are shit, and we should abolish most of their rights. Like, he's that kind of person. But yeah, Jimmy Dore is a bleeding heart liberal, Armstead. And AOC, I mean, this week, Jimmy Dore and several other leftists were just like, Hey, AOC, be the person that you said you were and ask for just a vote on Medicare for all. And AOC deflected by saying, well, what happens when the vote, does, when the vote goes and, and nobody votes for it? It's like, that's not what we asked for. What's the matter? Who cares? We asked yeah. for you just to call for a vote. Because like, most politicians are theater, and they understand that. And she, she needs to understand how power works. Power yields nothing without demands, and that's just the truth of it. Like they keep saying that, and that's the truth. You of know, it. I got a question. Do you think this about AOC? Um, do you think that she is a uh, a victim of her time period of where she lives in, where she feels like the only thing she can do that gets some type of results is fucking talking on social media instead of actually acting? Jim, she represents the part of the Democratic Party what I don't like. Even though she act like she is, it's all about you being there, you you being uh, quote unquote racially diverse mm-hmm. uh, on the outside, but when it comes to policy, let's see what you really do. And she's in Correct. Congress, so we'll see. I want to see if she runs for uh, what's that guy's name? Senate seat in New York. Yeah, not, not, uh, you mean uh, Schumer? Yeah, Chuck Schumer's. I want to see if she goes to Chuck Schumer's seat because the Senate is. I want to see if you talk that shit in the Senate. Nobody talks that shit. In well, the she's Senate not. Gonna, she's not going to be able to talk that shit in the Senate. Because no. there's just no way for her to get there and get because you like it's easy. I don't want to say it's easy. She's young, vibrant Latina woman, 
in a young, vibrantish community. It's easy to get that for the House. For the Senate, you got to get the old people. You got to get the young people. You got to get the people in the middle. And you got to get the people of Manhattan who very much view her as a, oh, we we let you live. We let you come around and, and do your thing. But, you know, now that you want to actually come to the table, like, you're going to need to, you know, break somebody off something. And I don't think she's ready to play that game yet. I think movies like Evan Almighty um, joked about mm-hmm. it, but they showed in on it. And even um, the last season of um, F is for Family, the last two seasons, where the black dude was running for Alderman or something. Oh, yeah. that was uh, fun. Yeah, it's yeah, funny, that, but it's show. but it's politics. Yeah, but it, it's all about the game. Like you see how playing the game works. Basically, whoever's in charge, if you ain't going off of what they want, they gonna make it hard for you. Um, and even what's funny on the Breakfast Club interview with Obama recently, like last month, he even said there were people that he was cool with on the Republican side that said, "Man, I I, I fuck with you, but." If I vote with you, man, these niggas gonna come for me. Like it's the ultimate high school, I think. Uh, when you think about uh, how no alternate, it, it's the continuation, it's it the is. next phase, the next it level, is. the highest level is politics. Politics is high school, but now everything matters. Yeah, and that that is shit. It's basically voting for prom king and prom queen for the most part. Correct. Because these motherfuckers are clearly for it, but it don't affect me. And I kind of like this cushy ass job with this good ass pension. Well, that's they the thing don't, about it, bro. They don't come for that. you, <laughs> and they don't, and they get overpaid. Like it's one of the graviest jobs where all you gotta do is protect rich people. Not one of these. That's the most is, gravy man. job. You only gotta serve what, like a, a couple of days to get your full pension. Correct. You just gotta be in there for five days to get your full. And then pension. these same motherfuckers will attack everybody else's pensions. And their their salary, <laughs> I think their salary uh, base for the first year that, is about one hundred and fifty. You can look it yes. up online. It's online. Yeah, yeah it's one fifty. Ted, Ted, uh, uh, Ted Cruz was complaining about getting 174, and it's like, bro, you don't yeah. deserve 74. Yeah, they, um, it's it, their pay scale is online and it's ridiculous. I mean, it, I, I feel some kind of way even when they hold the government shutdowns. Like, wait a minute, well, how are y'all still getting the salary though? Like, what the fuck? Well, that's the thing about it is they're never gonna vote that they have to have non government shutdowns. Because I think, if anything, before the government shuts down, we should be a month. Like, everything needs to be extended by at least a month. So if we need to write a bill, then a month before, everyone who could vote for this bill, so unless you are in a coma somewhere or on your deathbed and trying to come back, your pay needs to get shut off. A month before the things are due. That's not going to necessarily change too much. But once people start saying, huh, I'm not getting a paycheck. Also, yeah, cut off their health care, too. Um once people start saying that there's consequences for their actions, suddenly we don't miss bills anymore because missing a bill means I'm missing my funds and my mm-hmm. nice, sweet government health care. Well, also, um, what is it? There, I, I found out there is no limit for how many seats can be in the House or in Congress's total. There's no limit. Oh, yeah. to it. If they, there's if they no need limit to justify creating another seat, they will, because I think when it first started, there was only probably a couple of hundred seats, and now we're over, I think we're somewhere around 500. And for a bill to pass in these circumstances, it needs over half. Meaning you still got to gather at least 200 to two hundred to 300 people. Uh, so I may be uh, quoting this wrong, but like 100 years ago when they were passing Prohibition, lock on to Prohibition um, passed like 47 to like 8. Now I may yeah. be off by that, but that's literally saying that Congress was like... 
Yeah, exactly. It's only it was only a few hundred people because in the Senate it was like a hundred something to like one one something, and then the actual or sorry House of Representatives like a hundred something to like one something, and then the actual Senate it was only like sixty of them or, so, or fifty eight or something like that. So I feel like we can invent more seats if we wanted to. I feel like the game of politics did what everything in America does. Yo, this is an easy come up, and they exaggerated it. They they took advantage. They milked it to whatever things work. Like like flipping houses now, motherfucker. Everybody think they can flip a house because well, oh. some people are popping off. What people that is are popping such off? A good one. Like it, it's kind of like that. Like I've had people come, man. You should get in real estate. How about you should get to shut the fuck up? Like I don't. <laughs> I think we should get into. I think we should get into a more simplistic real estate buying yeah. property, not flipping it. <laughs> that's yeah, more but that's what people but that think buying it is, and flipping though. shit. It's nah, because that's, that, that's, that's, the, that's the mindset. That's well, it's the mindset it? because we have TV shows about it. We have the buying and flipping is like a group of you and your friends. That's to be honest with you. And, and even then, it can't be just you a group, you and a group of your friends, because you and a group of your friends got a property in the right area, like HGTV has ruined people by making them think that they can all be real estate moguls. And they don't see that most of these people who are on these shows are barely actually making any real profit. And the TV show becomes whoa, the vehicle whoa, for whoa, them to make whoa, money. Whoa. They make money, bro. Don't get it twisted. Because you got to see what they don't show you is the Mexicans going in there to work. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I, I, <laughs> no, I because now nah, ICE got to come in. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, you buy exactly. because they be buying them house at thirty, forty thousand, sell them at one twenty, bro. You making money, but you putting in about another twenty. For the most part, twenty to thirty, depending on who you fucking with. Mexican contractors. I mean, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm not saying that they're not making any money. Oh. But I'm saying the bulk of the money that that they're getting that's free balling this stuff is due to them filming the show and getting that upfront capital. Yeah, because yeah, I know people doing that shit. They make money. It's slow money too, by the way. Cause if you're doing one or two houses at a time, we're talking about an extra fifty, sixty thousand a year. But imagine that's a year though. That's not really a lot. But also, if you don't flip that house within a year, you gotta pay taxes on that. And and that's like ten percent, right. depending on where you stay. Like so Man. unless your ass got several several thousand Bruh, the real game is called paper flipping, if y'all know what that is. Uh, so let me tell y'all, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a small example. Like this is what I <laughs> know about it. It's called paper flipping. This is what you do. Somebody about to get kicked out of their house. You be like, oh man, I'm about to get kicked out of my house. You go to them, right? Anybody can do this. I'm going to tell y'all. You go to them, tell them they're going to sell you the house at this price. And they go, yeah, okay. All right. Perfect. So in this time period, I think you got like seven to 14 days. Don't quote me on that. And you go to somebody else and be like, hey man, I own this house. Can I sell it to you for this amount? So let's say the house is worth, uh, let's say they underwater. 100000 and they underwater, whatever. You sell the amount, the difference. So you sell that house for 140. Some contractor buy it and y'all put the work in, blah, blah, blah. And you never pay this person a damn thing. Everything's on paper. You flip that paper to the next guy and you sell them the house. That's paper flipping. That's the real flip you want to get into. You got to find people about to lose their house. You make them an offer. That offer is set in stone, period. Then you sell that offer, that offer that you just offered them. You sell at least two to three times the value or 1.5 times the value to somebody who's into flipping houses or whatever, and you're going to make money back every time. And you ain't got to spend a damn dime because all you see is that $20,000, $30,000 of profit. It's exactly. called paper flipping. And no, I know this guy who sold, is, sold about 30 houses that way. Well, no, paper flipping makes living. a lot of money. That's actually very reminiscent to the same thing I was talking about in the uh, Prohibition because this is just um, Prohibition Explained, which if you need to, uh, if you don't know who that guy is, the guy who does explain videos, you've been missing out. But basically... 
one of the bootleggers in the 1920s did that literal thing. Basically, all the alcohol that was made, because we, we make, you know, alcohol in the millions of barrels and stuff. Mm-hmm. All of it couldn't be sold because of prohibition. He basically got the government to sell it to him. Then he would take that thing, rob himself, and then turn around and flip <laughs> his stolen goods to these other people. Because again, once it's stolen, he gets the money for the property that was stolen. The people who were transporting it because he owned the transportation companies, they weren't going to say any goddamn thing because they were getting paid well. So he basically turned it into insurance fraud. Yeah. On so top people... of that, he goes to jail. Uh, his wife sells every his wife sells everything to join one of the guys who was part of the prohibition thing and he gets out of jail finds his wife kills her pleads insanity and everyone feels so bad for him because she ripped him off that we don't even convict this nigga of, of murder wow look man yeah uh, the greatest come up of white people's time we, in the 1920s white. <laughs> i mean no 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 I'm, this is not right for telling you that you should murder your spouse if they decide to steal your money while you're in jail for a bid, because he only did two years, even though he had 3,000 examples of him selling you know illegal what? goods. This reminds me of a, a story that's off topic, but it's in the same uh, nature. Go of, ahead, man. Um, young kid, I say young, like early 20s. He uh, He's in the Air Force. He uh, marries another girl that's been in the Air Force that's been in a little bit longer than him. She's been. She was actually. She was in with me. She's had the same amount of time as me. At the time, it was like seven years. She marries him. They uh, get a joint account. He gets deployed. When the military member gets deployed, they get tax free money. You know, you, your salary is tax free, and right. everything coming in, coming in, coming in for his six month deployment. And he comes back home. She filed for divorce, and she transferred all the money out of the account. And he can't do shit. Yeah, I mean, that's a good come up on her part. She's a terrible right. person, and we hope that she goes to hell for what she did to him. Oh, she, she, she's done worse. But the funny thing is, people think, uh, and this is for the folks that, that think they want to join, the Air Force did not form. Leadership couldn't do nothing for them. They couldn't hold her accountable because technically it was their joint account. She, was, she wasn't looked in the best light, but... That don't matter. She's still get to keep the money. Now, I, and the reason I say this story is because had he went off the rails, snapped and killed her, he wouldn't have got no clemency on that. It would have been no no premeditated shit. He would have went to the full fucking, felt the full gavel of justice from, it would have been on the Air Force side, I think, but it still would have been the same kind of punishment he would have got on the outside. Well, yeah, but at least then he couldn't, um, well, not saying at least, he shouldn't murder his wife, regardless of what she did to him. Well, but yeah. if his cousins wanted that, to do that, it, you know, because of a That prior. insanity, I'm just saying, that insanity shit only works on the outside. It's, it's oh, funny, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter how bad they screw you, and there is a even if there's a paper trail to show that they did it, it's like maliciously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just thought about that when you said that because it's like it's crazy that some people can pull that card. I think that's why I was sitting with me. It depends on the circumstances and, like they said, right time, right place. Oh yeah, you, yeah. You him, for him, he was in the right time and the right place for her to screw him. But that's but, always why you tell people that they need to put a certain amount of their income aside, regardless of you being married or whatever. I think everyone should have a certain amount. You you figure it out with your spouse, but you need to have a certain amount of your money that goes into a bank account that only you have. Use it for presents, use it for whatever, but it's overall just a just-in-case-in-case-in-case fund. Because if anybody... you throw everything in a joint account, you're right. Someone can change yeah. because they've decided that, you know what, they want to run off with a, uh 18- or 19-year-old babysitter or the 23-year-old receptionist or 
the 57 year old manager that they, you know, decide now that they love. And there's literally, it's hard if someone transferred all the money out while they were married to you, it's hard for you to get honest recourse because the way is it, it's looked at with marriage is the two of you are united as one. So if one of you does something, you both agree to it. And there's literally, it's hard to get out of it unless someone gets murdered. As long as everyone's alive, it's, it's hard to change that decision. Those are the dangers of having a law involved in your marriage. Like that when, when we, the, from when this comes up two podcasts ago, we was talking about marriage and how basically it ain't even mentioned in certain parts of scripture or whatever. Like, well, now it'll be mom, like five podcasts ago by the time it's come out. Oh shit! Well, yeah, shit, it, it was, damn, you cutting them like that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like the law getting involved, they actually make it more complicated. <laughs> like, True, you're right, man. You're 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 100 right. Like you you. You are taking a gamble. I mean, if you're doing it the religious way, then you would think that this person is great. But at the same time, I mean, we've known plenty of Christians that'll do things left, right, and the hard way just because they want to. So you got to really just kind of like watch it. But I think overall what we were going to is that like we've seen all these politicians change over time. And it's really becoming a thing where it's just like we're watching people become worse versions of themselves. And no one is saying anything. Like, nobody's complaining. Like, the money's flowing and the hoes are hoeing. And it just is what it is. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's just, it's it's wild, man. Like, um, it's it's just funny that, I don't know how to to word it exactly, but you would wish that things, especially when it comes to the law, is more black and white than it actually is per state or per providence and how that that judge operates or thinks. Because that... I think is the most fucking ridiculous thing about this country. Um, Granted, it is dope that every state has its own state laws that the federal law cannot overturn. But when it comes to major offenses like that, like, come on, man. Like, you you mean like how Oklahoma decided not to legalize alcohol until 1959? Sorry, just don't random facts. Or or how in Florida, Theft of over two hundred and fifty or three hundred dollars is a a a felony. Like, oh man, Florida's where you need to be selling them play PS fives. Uh, just letting y'all know that now. <laughs> man, like that that shit's crazy, man. Like I I, I feel like shit needs to. Oh, be, I think some stuff be, needs though. to be standardized. I think some stuff needs I to think be you can steal up to a hundred dollars and it not really affect someone. But when you're stealing two, three, five, ten, a thousand, like hell, five hundred dollars like, should be the limit. Shit. No, not even five hundred. I think. I yeah, think but you're talking about somebody going felony. to jail for like ten plus years for five hundred. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. If you go into no, people should like it's. I think the only difference here should be if someone steals food or household goods, not alcohol, but like household. Like this nigga stole like some wrenches and some locks and just some regular stuff. Like, that's one thing. Or if somebody steals food, I don't care what food. They they stole all the primary steaks. They were hungry, nigga. They was mm-hmm. hungry. It's very they, different. They actually just reported that theft for, like, small things has gone up for, like, food. Small food items has been going crazy. Oh, yeah. the country. People, people are starving. Like, yeah, that's maybe if y'all would have gave niggas $1,200 and they survive, you know? No, no. Maybe if y'all would have <laughs> gave that $2,000 a month like fucking Canada did. Shit. Canada, <laughs> shit. Fucking... You mean every other Western country that back people payrolls and bullshit? Can, can I ask y'all this? Because this is something I do. It's, 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 
random, but I do it whenever I can because you know it's rare. Like I don't know how often you guys run around with cash in your pockets. Um, I rarely do, and usually when I do, it's like under twenty dollars, if not twenty dollars. It's like under um, thirty. Like you know, uh, maybe. And I, I come somewhere where I see, I see a homeless person. I do kind of, in a sense, scan the homeless person, but it, it it hits to where like I think about perfect example, two K. Man, I just bought two hundred V's, two hundred thousand V's for twenty dollars. That something ain't worth shit. This nigga exactly. right here out here ain't doing shit. Like I know how much I am, how I act with 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 like twenty dollars and less on bullshit, and I'll do it. I'll just give it up. Shit, man, Even, I want to get that nigga shit. <laughs> Even but I, I, for me, my internal voice has to be screaming that little that little Jesus voice or whatever. But for most people, it doesn't because I can I can see the up to snuff. Like to personalize it, like I saw on Walmart, like maybe three, maybe four weeks ago, this old lady who was out there begging, but she had like frozen pizza and like all this other stuff. It's like this don't add up. Like they why would you have had it. enough money to get? frozen pizza or even if someone said they wanted to buy something for you you wouldn't have asked for frozen pizza you would have asked for something that's actual food that you could have used and even then you would have put it in your car so if you have frozen pizza or or a bag in your arm there's something else that's going on there and that's just one of the things where it's like this is obvious this is obvious scam because i mean i used to get i used to fall for it back when i was really young like, you know, people come in there with they they have their kids and they all crying together and doing all this other stuff. They just like, I just need twenty dollars. Then you ask them for food and they'd be like, No, no, we need da 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 da. And then one time, like I gave a girl twenty dollars and then like her whole face changed. And I was like, Fuck, I just got scammed. <laughs> like when you see someone's entire body language change after you give them the money, it's like, All right, so this you is know, this is why people actually talk shit about Americans when we're begging, because like if you see actual poverty like people are just happy for anything like oh my god thank yeah. you for 10 cents thank you for this thank you for that um but like when someone's like oh you gave me the green cash yeah fuck out my face nigga you, you know, know what uh, uh, no you got already talk my whole spill is my my family might need that 15 20 dollars i don't feed them before i feed some stranger on the street so well, i'll just save it for them fuck them strangers i, I, I don't I, think you need to go that far though and sorry to cut you off all my because remember no, in high school from 10th to 11th grade, our our teachers, a group of them, like five of them, they did an experiment where they begged for the entire three month vacation period. They made like two hundred fucking thousand dollars begging. And it said how much? They made about two hundred thousand dollars. Almost how many? It was like it was like five or ten of them. But oh, they yeah. basically, yeah. Well, I mean, one of the teachers. I think that's still a lot. That's that, that's a few bands per per fucking teacher, though. I exactly. Mean, sure. Well, well, no, because in Atlanta there used to be a legend, and I, I know I've talked about him before, but in Atlanta there used to be a guy named Sockman, and Sockman yeah. basically has a sock in his genital area to make it look like he has a big penis, and it was just like a thing that people would see. But the thing that people didn't realize is Sockman would beg every day, but Sockman at the end of every shift would hop into his Mercedes Benz because he did begging as a performance art. Like, he would donate some of the money and do some other things. Like, yeah. if you talk to some people who really used to know Sogman, like, this guy lives in, like, a nice little nice little flat. He's got plenty of money. But he just decided to be a beggar just to beg and give back. But his claim to fame was he wanted something that would make it to where people would know who he is. So he said, I'm going to just stuff a sock in my genital area and have people call me Sogman. Okay, well, pause. My, like, what, my what last... My last like two little incidents where 
one of them I didn't give, and the other one I did, did. And the reason why I didn't get it the second time is because of the circumstances. But uh, I was uh, me and my old lady was buying our Christmas tree at a big lot, and outside of it was a uh, it was a dude in a wheelchair, a veteran. That hits me always. It's gonna hit me. It's a homeless vet, uh, old white dude, navy dude. He can't walk. And then there was a uh, white chick with him, real skinny looking white chick. They both like at least forty to fifty. And we are, we go inside, get our shit, and then, like, wow, she was doing something. I was at the cash register while the lady was doing our return because the first tree we bought, they're pre-lit. It wasn't working. Um, And the lady came in to get a Coke or a Pepsi or whatever. And uh, I, I knew she was with a dude, and I was like, does does he drink Pepsi, too? And she was like, yeah. I was like, you can go ahead and get that. No, you know, that's on me. And, you know, she did it. Didn't make eye contact. Didn't want to, like, she really, like, had that, like, old-school slave vibe to it. She didn't make eye contact. Didn't say nothing, anything like that. And I wasn't even on that. It was just like, you, you can go ahead. You're good. I got it. I, I really wanted the black lady that was at the register to fucking scan it so she can go. But she was kind of like, it seemed like she was being a bitch. Like, yo, just scan it so she can go and we can do this transaction ourselves. Um, old buddy didn't say nothing when I went out, but I didn't care. I really don't care. Like, that ain't why I did it. I don't do it for the like, oh, thank you. Thank you. It's just like, I have it. You want it. Um, it ain't it ain't nothing to me, like, for what I have going on in my life, you know. Uh the second one was actually when I left uh, after linking up with you, uh, Riker, um, I was stopping to get something uh, at Krispy Kreme. Uh, and at the off-ramp, there was this uh, young white dude. I mean, he had to be younger than 30. And you remember how cold we was talking about it was yesterday? Mm-hmm. And he was just sitting there in a T-shirt with his sign. T-shirt, that's it. And he ain't shivering nothing, but he out there. I'm looking, I'm from Chicago, I ain't naive. I'm like, dude could be basing, he can be doing this, he could be doing that. But the fact that I felt bad that that nigga was out there in the fucking cold, just sitting. Um, I didn't want to give him money, but I was mad because I, I like, religiously give, like, clothes um, to Goodwill or the the, the, the clothes bins because I don't give shit to the Salvation Army because it's not a non-profit. It's a for-profit organization. I don't fuck with it. Um, oh, Goodwill is too, but that's neither here nor there. It's a, it is, but it's not to the point where the CEO is, as far as I know. But I've seen Let me, ask, let me shatter folks. that illusion for you. God damn it, they they corrupted too. Yeah. I I, I didn't know they had I mean, a multi million multi billion dollar fucking CEO. Name a company that gets all their products for free and tell me he go back. Well, I usually <laughs> this is the thing, is whichever one is close to me, because usually I go to those like uh clothes bins that like are actually assessed by shelters and like churches okay. and give everything to them. That's usually why I give it to. But where I was at, they wasn't it wasn't one near. So I, I knew there was a a what you call Salvation Army, who usually just gets like my non-clothes items, because the clothes items I like to get to those things. But I give like them their thousand dollars worth of clothes a year, um, and um, and this is shit that I know is in my closet and I ain't gonna wear. But I had some clothes that I was gonna drop off at home, and I I usually put it in my car, so I remember to just take it. And I didn't have it when I remember there was a hoodie in there that I wanted to give old buddy. I was like, yo, this nigga's cold, like regardless. And I would have probably gauged it just like how you said when you gave old girl that money. Would have been like. If this person is truly struggling, this hoodie is going to make his motherfucking day. Because he's warm. He got something. You know, it ain't even about it being stylish or nothing. It's just the fact that I got something to help me in my fucking struggle. And that's kind of why I do it. Like, it ain't, I don't look for no type of Okay, I'll, I'll take, I'll, I'll walk back my state. The guy only makes $712,000 a year. <laughs> I, I, I'll take that. Because the Wounded Warrior fucking CEO was making, like, damn near a billion. Or work I mean, in well, yeah, but Wounded Warrior, it hits people right in the guts on both sides because... I don't for me. I ain't gonna lie. As a veteran, I literally tell them, you want to bomb, give to the vets? I say, fuck no, I'm a vet. 
I ain't getting none of that money. Like, I mean, well, that's how we I feel about children's about, hospitals. Well, yeah, <laughs> I feel more strongly about the wounded vet uh, or the vet thing because we spend all this money training up people to become vets, and we don't spend not a goddamn dollar on them when they actually are veterans. And we they have all these that's issues. them. We don't do that shit. They do, but that that's shit. our that's our money they're spending. That's the exactly. thing about it. Don't put blame like this. Hey, put like this, Reed. No, I But like this, they taking your money already for the VAs anyway, and that money is getting spent on some shit. So, I, and granted, this is this is literally removing what the persons are doing to cause themselves this plan. Let's say this per these people are. No, 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 no. I'm not blaming them at all. Yeah. What I'm saying is, I'm about to say, yeah. I, I hold no culpability for it because you know how much we spend on our military. And if they're not allocating the funds oh. to them, y'all need to be mad at them. Well, there's, they there's, sit up plenty. There. there's plenty of money in the VA. It's the fact that the VA process is extremely fucking difficult. And I'm talking to somebody that has successfully navigated it. I know somebody who waited six years for some shit, so I was just like, what? I know somebody. <laughs> yeah, it, people know talk somebody. all this shit about communism, but these communist places be having people serve before your actual VAs be serving people. I know Bro. somebody whose dad was a, a Marine that went through Vietnam, and he has all kinds of screws and shit in his body. The dude is damn near pretty much hanging on life. His son did all the shit for him recently in the last couple of years and got his paperwork refilled because his dad never did it. Like, one thing, Marines are kind of proud about that. The old ones especially, they don't do it. This nigga did this shit for him, got all his papers processed, got all the physicals done, blah, 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 all that shit. Woke up on a Monday, and his motherfucking dad's account had over 200K in there. If Which you do the obstacles, if you put the if you jump the obstacles, you will get your shit. But the problem is the obstacles that they put in place are fucking ridiculous. But also the employees that they put in those fucking places are overworked more than fucking anybody you can think because uh, <laughs> it, it, it it's it's like think Did you of see what they put in the VA. Yeah, <laughs> He, underqual- he not even qualified not- whatsoever. Joe Biden's candidate we- is his homeboy. <laughs> It, it's a, but that's a, I mean, that's how federal employment is, period. Like, look at the fucking DMVs. Look at the post office. Those are federal employees, dude. And look how they man those motherfuckers. So, right. Well, like, the it's, VA it's, people it's, are talking about it. I ain't got nothing to do with it. That's, that's the, well, I know. I'm just it. talking about, like, period. Like, the way the money they put into employment that work with people that are in the public that are not military, like, exclusive. That you can at least put somebody in military, bro. Like his son would have been a better idea. Oh, oh you talking about Biden? Yeah, Damn. yeah, Joe Biden. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, his son would have been a better was idea. His was his son his military? Both of them. The one of both. No, Bo was. was not the other. But not even then, one. I feel like the crackhead would be able to relate more to VAs and getting people things than the guy he's currently putting in there. Like you would be a better person, DJ. Oh my, dude, to run the VA <laughs> than this motherfucker. <laughs> But they put fucking Ben Carson in front of Hoa. So what do you expect, man? Like, I, I just... Yeah, but we can't talk about Trump's thing because Republicans yeah. are known for cronyism. It's just the Democrats, we try to hold Because Ben Carson should have been Surgeon General, right? Exactly. He should have been, been Surgeon General. When the other guy's still black. I mean, no, the other guy's still black, and he actually did a pretty good job for everything that he had. Because when they were talking about Corona, he was like, I can't say that y'all should wear masks. But what I can say is if a mask fell into your lap, you should put it on. <laughs> also, you ain't gonna find too many politicians who, uh, well, the older, older ones, uh, like three generations ago and maybe two, Bernie were probably Sanders. military. They probably military. But if you remember the Fahrenheit 9-11 um, documentary when it was on Capitol Hill asking uh, the, the politicians that were coming down, 
if they would let their kids join, they looked at them like it was fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, they did. And people don't give Michael Moore enough uh, credit for both Fahrenheit 9-11 and Fahrenheit 11-9. Or Bowling for Columbine. Oh, yeah, Bowling for Columbine was hilarious because it's like, yeah, man, guns around here, they're just, they're just something we do. It's like, do you guys ever kill each other with guns? I mean, we're not going to talk about the suicide <laughs> rates, but uh, no. more than likely, uh, if somebody's Maybe. year isn't going well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but that that that's one thing that I don't expect a politician to really under, understand the military, um, even the ones that did do time, because Lindsey Graham was an Air Force officer, and that told me everything I needed to know about him. So um, this is a side note. When we started this podcast, the Falcons were up 24-3 or something like that. Oh, the the no, nigga, no, they nigga, no. On the Buccaneers, now they're down. <laughs> I don't know what 21. was it. Nah, hell no. It was like 31-27. They were up 24-3 when the podcast started. Man, so, y'all got uh, it's like y'all took the Chicago Bears and moved to Atlanta. The Chicago <laughs> Bears are being the Vikings, by the way. No, I'm they're, just saying. Where, we line. used to look at the Bears up until the last year or two. That's what the Falcons have become. Man, the Falcons defense is trash. Offense is trash. Matt Ryan's gone. Julio's gone within the next two years. And uh, we'll see what's in our future. I feel bad for Julio. I hope they don't Megatron is there. I mean, nah, Julio, Julio just himself. needs to keep stacking up this money and get ready to see if he can get one of them deals that'll let him out of his contract so he can go somewhere nah. else. Football it's players like don't ring chase like that. It ain't, it, it ain't the NBA yeah. either, though. Marshall, yeah. um, what's his name, John? What's his name? Brandon Marshall just talked about that. I, it's crazy that that nigga don't have a ring. I mean, Brandon Marshall was slick. Crazy. <laughs> he was, but, yeah. but I mean, his talent was, you know, yeah. he got put on some shitty squads. You heard that stupid argument going on with Randy Moss and um, Jerry Rice? About no. the best wide receiver in the world? Yeah, forever. he said, Randy Moss said he was the best wide receiver ever. I'm like, bro, this is the problem with your whole argument. As talented as you were, you never won shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right? Like, not, I'm not saying you have to win, but, like, when it came down to it, Randy Moss wasn't that guy. Like, it's just, Well, this like, is why Jerry Rice and Randy Moss um, argument is kind of irrelevant when um, – Jerry Rice didn't have the God-given fucking athletic ability that Randy Moss Damn, had. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Randy Moss, they even said it. Like, he didn't have the fastest 40 and all that. He didn't have, like, get off the line. Jerry Rice. That's like, but he ran a route like no, like nobody else. Yeah. Correct. Like, it, it's, it, and I, and I'm, Randy Moss is my favorite wide receiver of all time. Like, it's just the fact that. Terrell Owens. You, T.O. is number two. Because I ain't going to lie. He all my respect when he, uh, I remember that Super Bowl when he came from that broken leg. Or torn Achilles. What was it? It was a broken leg, and he was out there still playing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he was. I remember it. I was mad. I, that's what turned people. People were surprised. People I was surprised. a Donovan. Mac, I was a Donovan McNabb fan until that Super Bowl. Donovan a bitch ass nigga. Like that <laughs> right there made me feel like he was a bitch. I was like, this man T.O. literally came back from a broken leg a whole year early. <laughs> it was like three weeks from a broken leg, bro. Something like that. It yeah. was something ridiculous. It was six weeks. Six weeks. It was something ridiculous. And this That's why when everybody talk yards. about the GOAT conversation, we need to come to basketball. I'm just like, as good as LeBron is, bro, he did do some things that you can look back and be honestly say, bro, you cheated. I just and I don't think <laughs> and I don't think Anthony Davis is the second best player in the NBA, that top one hundred. It looks like no. Oh, the that? top one hundred ESPN list. They had Anthony came Davis out. as number two. ESPN yeah. is irrelevant, man. Their rankings yeah. don't mean shit. Their rankings don't mean shit. Like I think he's like, a top ten player, but like he's a top I, ten, but 
They say he's top five. I'm just like, no, bro. He can't no. win by himself. Like, them other guys ahead of him win. Like, if they can at least make it to the playoffs. I don't care where you at, east or west. Like, you you don't do it, bro. This I'll say this. This is why LeBron is going to always win number one in my book when it comes to a lot of shit. Besides Jordan, right? <laughs> I'm talking about current. I'm talking about active. active. Oh, active. Well, um, it's Kevin Durant. Damn, him. Swap out. I, I can't put Kevin because I, I can't see Kevin taking the teams that LeBron took to the finals. Even all the way back to when he lost against the Spurs when he was on the Cavaliers. I don't see Kevin Durant doing that. Doesn't that depend on where you at? Cause you, he, because remember, remember that same argument was when he went to the West and he went over there with them kids. He didn't take them nowhere. But he got hurt. He wasn't playing the back half of the season. But they were still able to make the playoffs if they were to win. Yeah, but they were talking about taking them all the way to the finals. I said finals or playoffs. I said playoffs. Uh, whatever. I'm talking about the finals. I'm talking about the finals. Would yeah, Kevin Durant, because Kevin Durant, like, they even had the argument about him uh, uh, recently this week when it came to how he's willing to be submissive, and that is his downfall with a lot of shit. He will be a spot-up shooter. He doesn't necessarily need the ball. He doesn't demand the ball. When he gets it, he'll do his thing with it, and that's the thing. Kevin Durant is overall way more gifted than LeBron when it comes to offensive. Uh, offensive, but mm-hmm. I hate when we use the word gifted like that. He is well. Though. It's a, it's a gift though. He talented. Didn't earn it. It's a talent. He's talent. Oh, talented. No, talented. He's he's Dang gifted it. enough to be uh, to know what he's doing, but he's talented enough to where he put the work. He puts in the work. I'm not okay. gonna say it was yeah. gifted to him because LeBron yeah. got gifts from God. Like that shot that Kevin Durant has, he worked on that. I don't, think, I don't think a guy – you don't think guys gives you a shot but like you, that. You also know who is – like, LeBron, LeBron was already a freak athlete in, in high school. Kevin Durant knew he wasn't going to be a freak athlete. You know, everybody grows into their body. You're, you're subject to your body and your skill set. Yeah, that's like, a big-ass nigga. Like, LeBron, yeah. <laughs> LeBron's a big-ass – I hate to say that shit like that. LeBron's a big – I don't know if y'all have ever seen that nigga in person. He's like the size of most wrestlers. But they say that. They they said that's what most players get intimidated by, especially the new niggas come to the game. It was like, you don't know how big he is until you get on the you stand next to that nigga. Yeah. And I can say that. That's how I ain't gonna lie. That's how Kawhi is. Kawhi's a big dude. When I had to do, when I when I stood next to him and seen that motherfucker, I was like, bro. I ain't never seen him in person. He's big. I seen, I seen him and Paul George in person. And like, shit, even Patrick Beverly. Like, I'm, that's how, like, I'm. Patrick Beverly, like, my height, ain't he? I'm fine. He's six. He's like at least six one at the tallest. But he, it's like, it's kind of like they, uh, they are bigger than uh, the average nigga. Yeah. Like they all are. But I, I ain't gonna lie, Kawhi and Paul, nigga. I'm like using the length of my the angle that my neck can go up to be facing. You know, look this nigga out of eye. I saw Lamar Odom at um Lennox now. Yeah, Lennox. The other yep, one, I was like, damn, that nigga was big. That's a tall ass skinny nigga. That is a tall. And he had a mask on and everything. Fucking. And then I saw I would, the top of his eyes, just like, are you, are you, are you Lamar Odom? He was like, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> I ran into uh, Tayshawn Prince at uh, in Vegas when I went there last, and he 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 looks like a fucking Pokemon. Yeah, he was a tall, light skinned tough nigga in Detroit, but With he purpose. never outside of Detroit, <laughs> he never blossomed. No, because Detroit had a system. Detroit proved yeah. that a system can beat superstars no, as long as I mean, everybody Detroit. plays the role. The Spurs, true. The Spurs. <laughs> yeah, but the Spurs had true talent too. Like, I mean, it's just the fact that if the, I don't think any of those dudes would have did as well outside that system. Like, I don't think uh, Steph Curry's gonna do well this. Oh yeah, hell but, no! Steph Curry gonna show you he, who he is. You keep trying to play my nigga Steph, bro. Steph no, is a top five player of, of all time. Take him out of the system. Nah, you you crazy? That's a light skin defense. I am disgusted with you. 
Steph Curry is a top five player of all time. Steph it's Curry what he does, bro. Steph Curry in the NBA whatsoever. Uh, you're, you're, go, you're going, you're going way too hard on him. I get yeah. the fact that he's light skinned I get the fact that he's had many privileges, but that nigga was, shot. Shot. I ain't talking about the shot. I ain't talking about the shot because the thing mm-hmm. is, this preseason is one thing. I don't give a fuck about the preseason though, because that's just like playing two K in fucking high school. You outshining everybody, but when it's time for you to play in the fucking NBA season, when you got the top, well, top tier what's current right now, because granted, the what top tier now ain't the greatest. Well, we not talk. That was his golden run, though. His golden but, run was a all right. We gonna see three we, championships in four years. We gonna see where he is, where he doesn't have another person that is a distraction from the fucking three. I Listen, mean, look, a lot of people have had distractions <laughs> outside of uh, Michael Jordan. Let's be honest, bro. He I crosses the court. He's in range. That's well, all okay, I gotta but, say. But, but, but the thing is, because Shaq they, was so goddamn big, dominant, you can't yeah. stop that nigga. He's literally a tank on an Steph, NBA court. But here, here's uh, you you still talking about Steph with Clay, and we only got to see a few games with him without Clay last time. Yes, he is. I mean, when you're right. You're right. You're right. That he did always. He did always yeah. have Clay. And Clay, Clay, you can't leave Clay. You snake. can't. They were at a. They were on a team where you couldn't double anybody. That was just dangerous. You can't double anybody. And you got to play in one on one. He does have handles. I ain't gonna lie. He does have handles third to Kimball Walker. I think Kimball has better handles than Steph. I'm gonna say it. I would say I think second Kyrie's Kyrie. number one. I think Kyrie's number one. Yeah, Kyrie's number one. Kyrie's number one. Kyrie's number one. I think Kimball's number two just because what Kimball's been working Kimble's with. Kimball's just. I niggas. just. I think it's easier for short niggas to have. Kimball. Kim, no, Kimball <laughs> is the <laughs> definition Kimble. of what you were talking about earlier, which is Kimble. talent. Kimball's short. Kimba had six inches on him. He'll be the, one of the best players no, in the I NBA. Think, I think that Kimba, I think uh, Steph is the tallest of the three of them. Steph is like 6'4". The rest of them niggas are 6'1", 6'2". I think Kyrie's 6'3". I think Kyrie's 6'3". Steph is, Steph is listed at 6'4". Kyrie is listed at... Like, Kyrie at least 6'3". Because even Westbrook is listed at 6'4". And, nah, Kyrie's 6'2". Okay. Kyrie, yeah, they're all six one. Like, uh, nah, Kemba's shorter, way shorter. I think Kemba really like five ten while we yeah. playing. This, <laughs> the reason I know that is I seen them stand next to AI, and AI is literally just six feet tall. I don't even think that nigga sits too tall. Anyway, thanks again, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go ahead and end this podcast. We appreciate your support. Check us out at EVYD Black Men on Twitter, Everyday Black Men on Instagram, and the Everyday Black Men Facebook page. Page.